Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. Well, where am I? Well, that depends on where you want to be. I'd appreciate it if you just were straight with me. Are you Shadow Chad, or are you some other Shadow Guy? I'm some other Shadow Guy. That's some other much shadow closer guy. to my prerogative. But relax, take a seat. How have you been enjoying your little gift I gave you? I've seen you've put it to quite a bit of use. Well, I, I have you to thank for this. Um... Your stock just went up in my book. I have to have to admit that it's it's been quite interesting, if unnerving. And as you guys are kind of entering the woods, suddenly you sort of hear this similar kind of creaking sound of wood, and you look, and emerging from a tree is Dotty. Some of us aren't living in a in a comic universe. Some of us are living in the real world and just wanted to go to school. But what did you guys want? I'll help out. What are you doing? Danny just kind of stops and like a little bit frustrated, like blasts into both of your minds. He says, if we don't stop 
Whatever's happening, there won't be a school to go back to. Hey, quick, Dottie. I, I think I figured something out. Uh, give me that paper. Do you have that paper with the, the notes from Danny's vision? You press in these notes and this rock face starts to hum in sync with this final tone. And the lines of silver start to glow with this sort of dull white light. And you actually watch as like a foot away from the entrance of, of this shifting stone, all the leaves and stuff, their actual physical forms are shifting like they're made of water. Guys, I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. So you guys are standing in front of this liquid marble wall. What do you guys want to do? Chad, why don't you like, uh, why don't you go in? This looks like a, a mission for Super Chad. You got a cape and everything. Yeah, no, he always okay. gets injured. I'll okay, Ch- Chad actually you know, stands up on the hood of his Jeep like in a superhero kind of pose and sounds like it's right up my alley. And uh, Do you, do you want me to throw you? As, I can throw you much- in. As much as much as Josh wants to negatively jinx you right now to see you slip off the hood of the car, I think Danny <laughs> it wants to positively jinx you right now. So you're gonna get a jinx from Danny. Chad, Chad, Chad is going to run and jump off the jeep, and then in flight shadow pop himself till he's right up in the middle of that cliff. And like so, so he like <laughs> passes right on through the thing. Dan oh. can only hurt. He can't oh. help. Oh, did his jinx? Because uh, he was trying to trying to help me hurt. I was me. trying to help. You I got want, Danny. Danny wanted that to. There's succeed, no helping but... here. There's no helping here. And uh, you watch as Chad passes right through the wall. It's actually he actually makes kind of like a splash. Oh, okay. He can't do that, right? He doesn't have like passing through things powers, guys. Do you know that? Daddy? I don't know that. No? Okay. Uh, any of us could have any powers, and, and we wouldn't know because we haven't tried them yet. You know what? Well, she was that's true. Everybody is basically Superman and Silver Surfer. Um, let's go in. I'm going to walk in, and I walk in. Well, is Biggs here? I was kind of imagining Biggs was going with me, but we didn't specify it. Uh, I'll say he's with you guys. Okay. Uh, hey, Biggs, um, can you, I don't know, I hope that they're okay. I I want someone to watch over my mom. I just have, 
you know, this weird feeling, all this crazy stuff, you know? You can just turn into me if you need to, but make sure you do my voice right, okay? Don't don't talk like a weird Canadian, Australian... I can do your voice pretty okay. Oh, man, this is going to be terrible. Just don't talk. Just don't talk. Just become somebody and save her if there's a problem. Fingers crossed I don't die. Don't don't worry. Uh, okay, on that note, I put my hands up and the weird, like, meet Blue Jay and Squirrel, like, hop into my hands so I get my biomass back. And then I'm like, are you ready, Danny? Let's do this. Yes, okay. The other ones did it too, so I suppose I can do it. I don't need a superpower to do to do this. Okay. Do you want to go Oop. first or me first? I guess you uh, just made that noise, so that means that you went first. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Okay. Um, you watch as uh, Lucas passes right through. Okay. Um, I guess I'll do it too. Uh, here I go. Walking through a, a rock wall. Okay. You pass through. It's weird. It almost feels like buzzing sand. This feels like buzzing sand. Almost. You all walk through and you are greeted each individually by a massive cave. I mean massive. Are we all together or in separate caves? You are all together. You're all standing against this rock wall. Does this seem like a normal uh, physical cave or is it like more like a trans-dimensional like when we, when we were in the mirror plane? No, this is very much like it is it is a massive cave and you guys look around and you're first amazed by the size. It is huge. I mean, you look up and it's it's story. It's it's taller than any building that any of you have ever been in. All right, guys. Now keep an eye out for these three bogus lights. They uh, every time they show up, something weird happens to me. And last time I saw them, they were going into this cave. So as you say that, and you guys kind of like step around, um, you're in a like a little kind of hallway, and you kind of step around, and you see that uh, the this sort of inside of this cave is made of this same material and as you step around you're greeted by a massive you're not even sure what it is it's this massive twisting machine and in the center of it is this large triangle with this almost like eye-shaped metallic seal all the, the the stones in here are strange. They're carved in these strange sort of geometric shapes. Um, and then you see where all this um, metal um, has been transformed into this massive machine, but it's weird. It's almost built like a root system. It looks like the metal has been woven in the same ways that trees and vines are woven. Okay, I'm going to do an investigate the mystery then, because this feels like 
right. let, me, let me finish the flavor text real quick. Sorry, when, I say, when I say this is when this when I say this is massive, I mean it is massive. This this triangle is the size of like the the Empire State Building. It's huge. Wow. It is huge. The eye in it is just it's it's massive and it's this giant sort of woven woven silver metal with these this blue glow sort of rippling around and you see that that one that someone some of these cables have blue light in them some of it has yellow light red light it's it's the whole rainbow this massive spectrum of light and then you look at them and some of the colors you you can't they make your eyes hurt it's it's so strange and then you see in the center this massive field of lights massive field of lights and you watch as uh they're they're all different sizes some of them are like almost as big as boulders some of them are, are as small as a hummingbird but it's this massive field of lights they're like around this tree root thing or they're under the tree root thing? They're in front of it. The tree root thing is built into the side of one of the cave walls. And it's a triangle. Is it uh, flat side up or pointy side up? Pointy side up. Okay. Um, this is just here. <laughs> All right. So now you can roll investigate a mystery. All right. I would like to. Maybe I should have leveled up in that instead of tough. Who knows? I'm not here to be smart. I'm here to punch. But I do. Yep. And you yes. failed. Okay. <laughs> We're well on our way to our ally. Um, hell yes. <laughs> Your mind also goes, nope, nope, too weird. Too, too, too strange. I, uh, I, I've seen some French films um, that my parents showed me that had stuff like this. I hated all of them. Can we go? I, I quit. Uh, I would like. Can you all make me an act under pressure check, real quick? Everyone. Yep. You all managed to duck pretty well. Dottie is just kind of like standing, flabbergasted, like nope, nope, nope. She's like, <laughs> around, like knocking on the wall, like I want to go home. I want to go home. Um, and then Chad's just like, and like grab, like grabs her and pulls her down and puts that, like a hand over her mouth and she's like, no, 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 no. Um, as you guys see, two boulder-sized balls of light. As they move closer, and as they do, um, you uh, actually you all feel a a, sh a strange shift. Uh, Chad, you you feel your eyes sort of grow cold. Um, uh, Lucas, you feel your your eyes turn into like. It's not, they're not quite, it's like cat eyes, but imagine if they had two slit irises. So it's almost like a, a, a uh, not necessarily a cross, but sort of like a cross, but only in the center of your eyes. Uh, Danny, your eyes feel warm and dotty. Uh, you feel this sort of, uh, your eyes feel a little bit colder. Uh, as you guys look at each other, you realize each of your eyes now look different chads are just pure black uh lucas has these like quad cat eyes danny's eyes are glowing with this this um the 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 molten look and dotty's eyes are now made of wood everything looks a little greener 
as you all look, the light is now these two massive creatures. It's um, they actually they, they're kind of like these two lumbering lumbering creatures. They they look almost like anthropomorphic rhinoceroses. They lumber on these two kind of um, like nub feet, um, and they've got this like uh, gray craggy skin. Um, and they look at one another and go, uh, clear here. Uh, and they continue to just trudge on. And as you look out now, what once was a field of lights is now a massive, a massive field of creatures. It looks like, like a music concert. Um, uh, it's, and it's strange. It's, it's all these creatures. You see people that are like these strange, women that have like vines for hair uh you see uh literal centaurs um you see what like uh what appear to be these small tiny humanoids with like butterfly wings but they're they're weird they're more it's like butterfly wings dragonfly wings and they're very point everything's very pointed um you see what appear to be these small little creatures with uh these these tall red caps on and they all have these different sharp implements like some are holding like nails or small small homemade sides and things like that and are kind of cackling and it's just a field of these different types of creatures um well shit <laughs> uh, uh i'm i'm done Chad will stride forward to the entrance of the clearing and yell out, I am Chad Woodmore the seventh Shadowbender. I am here. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Quick question, Isaac. Uh, Is the warmth that made Danny feel calm, is that sticking with him? Uh now that you're now it's a little it's a little bit there it's not as much as it was but you definitely feel a little more balanced you're not like you you danny has this feeling like i should be freaking out but i'm not quite freaking out this is strange but it you know i'm not having a panic attack so is this this equinox thing that's getting ready to happen is this these creatures are gathering here because of this approaching uh celestial alignment uh, well, that's you're gonna have to find out that question from them yourselves. Yeah. Uh, as uh, as you as you all kind of watch as Chad goes and declares, "I am Chad." You well, you all heard it. Um, <laughs> the two lumbering creatures turn around and uh, go intruder and and, and sort of uh, move towards him. Um, as that's happening and Chad, you're just like, you're kind of like, ha, my people. Uh, and then suddenly this woman sort of appears in, uh, and it's weird. She's about eight feet tall and she has this bright red hair that kind of flows down her, her back in ringlets and she's wearing this kind of it's weird it's almost like a bright it's almost like a mix of a lab coat and a and an evening gown it it it's weird because you think it would look bad but it looks fantastic um as she like puts a hand out and these two creatures stop and she turns around and goes 
Woodmore, did your father send you? I wasn't expecting such an arrival. Um, not not directly. No, I um sort of found my my way here all by myself, lady. It is lovely to make your acquaintance, and I reach out my hand and like a a a sort of half bow kind of thing. <laughs> You Woodmores are so cordial. I've never met someone... I've never met a void born that had such good manners. Oh, I don't know if fathers told you about me, but my name is Avalon, and I'm glad you came to visit. Avalon, it is lovely to make your acquaintance. And is, is, her, is her hand like normal like hand kind of thing, or is it like light? No, it's very much... It's normal. It's kind of this, this nice tanned... Uh, cold and golden tanned skin. It's very weird to see someone with like red flowing hair with a a, a very deep golden tan. Um, she is kind of smiling and goes, "Oh, so, oh," and she kind of turns and looks. Are these friends, associates? They're definitely not. Uh, they're, they're part of my team for the time being. I, I consider myself responsible for them. So please, please do not have them injured. <laughs> of course not. I would never think of injuring a Woodmore. You all have been fantastic to us. Come, come, come. We're finishing up preparations now. Um, can, uh, can I have Danny just kind of reading the, the minds of, all the little creatures and things around. Sure. Uh, you're getting mixed things. You're getting, some of them are very scared and nervous. Some of them are, are just so excited and, and, and happy. Um, some of them are, are very, are, are, are kind of mischievous, but in, in the end you get the, the sense that every, every creature in this cave in some way, despite what they're feeling, they're going home. It, they're finally going home. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying Strangers in the Pines. I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also, you can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to, and that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're everywhere. Now back to the show. Uh, as this is happening, I, did Lucas definitely wouldn't like jump out and say, hey, everybody, I think Lucas becomes a squirrel and then climbs up on Dottie's shoulder. Okay, that happens. She goes, ah, oh, it's been a long time. I haven't met one of, uh, one of hers in, in quite a while as uh, she looks at Dottie. Well, I, I, I'm I'm blessed by your presence. It's 
not long. It's been been many years since we've seen a uh, a druid of your caliber before. A, a druid what? A druid, my dear. Oh my god. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you. Ah, nice little squirrel friend. Oh, delightful. And she kind of reaches out and scratches under uh, <laughs> under your chin, Lucas. It actually feels really, really good. <laughs> You're like, you didn't know there was an itch there, but man, she knows how to scratch the itch. Yep. <laughs> I wave my tail around, you know? Danny, she kind of looks at you and, and just looks confused. She goes, I, um, that's strange. I've never... <laughs> I, I mean, you, you would more as employ a different sorts. Uh, she actually looks kind of afraid of Danny. Uh, he's, uh, he's, um, he's special. He's a good kid, mostly, mostly, mostly. Um, I'll vouch for him. Will, if you, I, <laughs> the irony of such a, destructive force with uh, a druid is, is really baffling. <laughs> I've never known that humans are adaptive. I don't I don't understand what's happening here and Oh good, I for, don't either. <laughs> for some reason for some reason that normally would make me feel not very good, but I don't feel that right now. And that's interesting. I like it. Voidborn, you keep some strange company. Yeah, well, they grow on you. Which do you prefer? What more are Voidborn? I'm kind of liking the Voidborn. My my father and I are, are not exactly seeing eye to eye at the uh, the moment. Um, so uh, I I take it you got your your gathering here is in preparation for the upcoming alignment. Oh, well, yes, we need it to, to gate home. Uh, and where is your home? <laughs> well, we're still trying to pinpoint it, luckily, with that, uh, with the vice. Well, I don't know if I should say. I'm not obviously your father's, or your father's son. I'm not going to do anything, but no reason to give away the family secrets, but... Where our where our home is is con convoluted in a sense. Huh. I I can understand that my home is a bit convoluted at the moment as well. Um, <laughs> I I knew that. Uh, are you not native to this to this to this area? Yeah, yeah. This the, what do you humans call it? Dimension. I would call it a plane of existence, perhaps? A universe? Uh, Lucas whispers in the ear of Dottie, Hey Dottie, ask him about the mirror people. Did they send the mirror people and the bugs? You can kind of talk yourself, you know, Lucas, instead of being a squirrel. Shut up. Well, I mean, you, this is your bed, no lie in it. I'm not gonna ask shit. Um, uh... Oh, have you granted this creature sentience? I wow, that's quite remarkable. Yeah, he's my pet. Um, he wanted to know something, didn't you? Uh, what did I call you? Uh, 
Pookums? I believe I called you Pookums. Pookum, go talk to the nice lady. Delightful. Oh, Pookums, don't worry. I, I promise I won't bite. I smack Dottie with my tail. <laughs> Which is really hard, because even though it looks like it's fur, it's really just made out of meat. <laughs> uh, so she, she kind of bends down and, and pinches your cheeks, Lucas, and goes, So, Pookums, what were you thinking of asking me? I was just wondering, did you send all those terrible mean people to kill people in Earth? Oh, God. Uh, use the regular voice, uh, Pookums. What are you talking about? Of course this is my regular voice. I'm a squirrel. Uh, yes. Uh, Pookums here would like to know about, uh, mirror people? I barely know what he's talking about, but it does sound interesting, yes, the concept of mirror people. Sound familiar to you? Mm, uh, mirror, mirror, no, no, no. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> I'm amazed you didn't uh, know about this. Uh, we have some, what, what, what one might call dimensional shifting. It's sort of, it's more an art than a science trying to shift between where you are and where you want to be. And... I'm not exactly, we're not exactly super good at it. And um, those were those were some tests. I, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know it's, we don't get this opportunity often. Last last time we did it, ugh, it, it just, it didn't work. So. Rather, did you also send those giant buggies? I'm. I mean, I. I don't know what you're talking about. They could be native. I'm not exactly. It really depends. Um, nah, they definitely weren't no natives. There was like bus-sized cockroaches. It might have been us. Uh, there's, you know, this. As far as I know, I'm the only one that's causing dimensional shifting. But with 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 these things, as you know, Druid and Voidborn, that uh, you know, these things are, are rather delicate. Yes, that is the perfect word for it. Thank you. L Lady Averon, uh, you, you mentioned that you've tried to do the shift home thing before and it failed. Um, did that have any unforeseen consequences on our world in this area at that time? No. Luckily, we managed to shut it down before we caused any too, too many issues. Uh Yes, I'll be honest with you. We're we're here because there's been some premonitions and or visions uh, that the upcoming alignment is going to cause a great disaster here in this town, uh, in the surrounding area. And uh, I'm somewhat concerned that your efforts here may be leading to. Um, a disaster for our people. <laughs> oh, oh, Cotton, of course not. No, I mean, most of this thing was designed by your father. Oh, is is that where all the materials from the, the quarry were, were going to make this thing? I assume so. I'm not quite sure. We just, just helped us. Well, we made a deal, but, you know, well, everything has a price. Oh, everything always has a price. 
what what may I ask was the price required of you by my father? Well, we have innate abilities. Some some of us are rather proficient reality benders, and so we granted some of our particular brand of uh, power to him for study and use. I wasn't anything too bad. I not selling children or anything. It was just we gave him gave him a little bit of our power and in return he was helping us get home. What are you kidding me? Hey, this is actual altruism for the Woodmores, which is uh blowing my mind a little bit. But at the same time, so this family is literally using gifts from God to the, so this is divine right. I don't quite understand what you mean, uh, but... Daddy, I think she's an alien. She's not a god. I think you should stop using that voice or any voice. You, you are correct, Daddy Luskov. There, There is the blood of kings running the Woodmore line. No, stop. <laughs> Never trust a Woodmore. Always so, uh, trust a Woodmore. So question, question, uh, druids, you, you keep using that word. I always thought that was uh, just short term for extremely new agey people who like crystals. Um, are you telling me that you actually, um, what do you mean by that? Well, you, if I'm not mistaken, you are in, in bonded or in allegiance with, uh, your planet, obviously. I mean, I, I would think we all are. We all kind of live on this planet. You... No, it's... It's a lie. Like... Oh. Oh, oh. She, she seems rather confused. Um, and she's like, have you... Not taken time to... Learn. Do not know what you are. Uh, according to my parents, I'm a liberal that they're hoping will someday turn into a socialist. That's about all I know. It's uh, those are usually stressful conversations. While this is happening, I think Lucas sneaks down and tries to go and like get a better kind of view of everything. Uh, which I would say is like an investigate a mystery. Sure, uh, you can roll investigate a, investigate a mystery. Uh, she just kind of watches you. Uh, the tro the 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 creatures, the large kind of like anthropomorphic rhino stony creatures have walked off. Uh, well, uh, let, I'm, let's talk elsewhere. Um, I, I don't want to keep you all just standing in the doorway. It's not, that's not any sort of core draft. It's not any sort of politeness, now, isn't it? Okay, my question is, what is being concealed here? You look around, and you realize that, like, you're looking out into this field of creatures, and you see that a lot of them have scars and are kind of huddled together. Uh, um, they've made some, like, makeshift shelters in, in this massive sort of stony pit that they're in. And you remember, like, reading... Uh, seeing, learning about refugees and in one of your classes, and that is the first thing that comes to mind. 
when you look at this group of, of, of creatures. So it feels pretty like, like they feel genuinely good. Yeah. They, you look at these creatures and you, it's not like an army or like a, like a town. These people are like huddled around campfires. They have makeshift structures. It, it, they look like very, they look like refugees. Okay. The best thing. Uh, I want to get as close as I can and start sampling the dishes. Okay. Uh, make me an act under pressure check. And, and, and the rest of you have a... Uh, she's walking... <laughs> Got a four! <laughs> uh, you see this, this sort of like three foot tall, kind of like green gnarled uh, creature, this sort of like humanoid thing, reach out and goes, ah, and then grabs you and like goes to take a bite. <laughs> I immediately uh, sir, turn sir. into something big. Sir, sir, <laughs> that's mine. That's mine. I'm saving it later. Uh, it's my emergency food supply. I, I guess I'll stay a little person. Um, well, Donnie, she's a, Pookums is a bit far away. I mean, Pookums went down to the mosh pit. Okay, then. Then I wanna, uh, I wanna become the most. Do you wanna useful. turn into a bug titan? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, uh, Isaac, let me know if this doesn't make sense, but I imagine there's some like little firefly creatures kind of flying around. Yeah, well, they're not exactly like fireflies. Uh, they're actually like kind of like a mix of like humanoid and firefly. Yeah, they got it's hey. literally like their their butts are glowing. They got their they're kind of like <laughs> sort of. They're a lot fatter than t- they're short and squat and kind of chunky. Um, they got these instead of like having like dragonfly wings or butterfly wings, they have like these kind of like stubby firefly wings, and their butts are glowing. Um, so just it was something that I had in mind. Danny, Danny would have been kind of like holding his hand out, and like I think one of these creatures would have been kind of timidly, maybe like flying, you know, close to his hand. Oh, and- they move away when you get near them. They move away. Well, and what I'm hoping, though, is that Danny would have kind of had like a conversation with one of them enough to where, you know, maybe maybe uh, uh, one would be timid enough, you know, like like there's essentially there's a sense of curiosity in Danny with these creatures. Is Danny Danny going after them? Not going after them, but like like he's looking at them trying to like putting his hand out. It's like meeting a new dog. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, they, as you kind of do that, they definitely like at first like move away, and they're they're very scared. Like you see, like two of them kind of grab each other as they're kind of like up against the wall, kind of like fluttering as as close to the wall as they can. Okay, and then so while Danny's doing that, uh, this thing with Lucas happens. What happens? I gotta know. So, so you guys are actually Danny. They're kind. Of, she's kind of uh, Avalon reaches out. And she goes, oh, "So sorry, they're." bit timid of you and i won't say i'm not either um but uh, let's retire i I have a small area set up for 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 me and and guests and whatnot and she starts leading you over she goes oh where's pookums and then you watch as this like goblin's like and then watches as you turn from this girl and yeah it like sticks me in its mouth and i just become a 25 foot tall titan uh, yeah, and, and she's like, what, Pookums? And then you see this this massive, tall, 
25 foot tall massive insectoid humanoid it has uh, it has like he has like this bug head and all this chitness plating as he as he kind of stands up and you see like um a bunch of like the trolls kind of a uh, approach and what you figure are trolls and, and centaurs and the drawing weapons and whatnot are pointing up and and, and she's like oh my goodness and the go- the goblin's like attached to one of my fingers and I'm like don't eat me bro it looks up at you with like and narrows its eyes and just goes it's like when you look at your dog and it has a piece of plastic and you're like don't you dare don't you dare eat that and it just goes and it just starts like gnawing on your finger just <laughs> <laughs> I just shake it back and forth until he falls off. <laughs> it takes a little bit. It takes like three or four shakes, but finally mm. it, it falls off. And it hiss it gets up and it hisses and it runs away. Yeah, uh, yeah, Pookums does that sometimes. Don't worry about it. Um so uh do it. Do do the rhinoceros things, do they like turn and intruder again? Uh, they're getting ready to, uh, actually, yeah, she, like, she's, like, flabbergasted. You say that. She doesn't even recognize it. Um, you have the, Lucas, you have the distinct feeling, huh, this might be bad. As you see, probably about, like, 30 centaurs, half with bows, half with long spears, and these massive, like, 10 to 20 foot tall, like, gray-skinned, hunched humanoids lifting up these massive iron clubs, looking very, a mixture of scared and very ready to attack. Well, shit. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.